Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Happy Saturday, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the weekend. Tell you a little bit about Ready, Set, Sold. This this program was was built on a book, a number one best-selling book that I wrote uh, that came out this year called Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your House Sold Fast and for Top Dollar in the St. Louis Metro East Market. Wrote the book. Soon thereafter, writing the book, I was contacted by 1260 The Answer and says, hey, why not do a step-by-step program on helping people get top dollar and a fast sale and talk about your book uh, on a weekly basis, and that's why we're here right now. Just so you know, the book itself are the programs, and we get a lot of more and more listeners. We've been doing this now for, I think, a little over two months, and we've had a lot of great responses, so I do appreciate that. If you're looking to find us more as far as uh, previous uh, telecasts, pre- previous radio programs we've done, not everybody can you know, make it on a Saturday morning between 11 and 12. I get that. Uh, you do have it availability uh, as an app. 1260 Answer is an app you can get on your iPhone or your, or your Droid, either way. So that's one way. You also have the radio. And another way that we just came out that we're really super excited about, and that is doing a podcast. So now everything's on a podcast. So you can go to Google Play or you can go to iTunes, whichever type of phone that you have, and you can listen to past segments. And it's kind of categorized and kind of gives you a brief summary. If you're looking for something specifically that you wanted to, to find out about, you can go there. So we're really excited about that. You can also catch us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page called Ready, Set, Sold with Brian Vogt. So there's numerous ways that you can reach out to us. And one of the things of, of the book and one of the main purposes of the book that I wrote it for was is trying to give sellers confidence, giving them information that they can use, they can take some actions. And this isn't theory. This isn't conjecture. These are 12 proven steps that by using these steps that you're going to have some fantastic success, not only just from me, but from past sellers that have used the book have had some fantastic success. And I'm offering it free, absolutely zero cost to you. If you go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, you can sign up for the book. You get a paperback book. It will be sent directly to wherever you're living. If maybe this isn't the right time for you, maybe you have a friend. It really doesn't matter. Maybe you're going to use a different agent. That's fine, too. The book was designed to give clear, precise information, easy to read, with stories talking about the good things that can happen by doing these things and maybe not such good things that can happen if you don't take uh, certain steps. So get the book. I think that uh, the response has been very positive. We've had a lot of people ordered already by being on the radio program. So go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and get the book. 
With that said, uh, last week we'll do a little summary of what went on last week, and that was we talked about negotiating and different styles of negotiating. And what you're usually looking for and what most sellers and buyers are expecting anyway is that win-win situation where both the seller wins and the buyer wins, and you have a great, great, um, uh, basically, you know, not only from the negotiations part, but the whole process schemes to go much, much, much smooth, smoother all the way to close. Also, that you want to stay away from, from agents that promise you the moon and their negotiating style is take no prisoners. Uh, we talked about that that's usually not a very good approach that many of those agents, unfortunately, lose more deals than they create. So those are things that we kind of topped off. Again, you can go to Google Play. You can go to uh, ReadySetSold.org, actually. You can like us on Facebook, and the, and the podcasts are going to be there, too. So there's just different ways you can catch up. But maybe the easiest way is just to get the book. With that said, let's talk about the market now. The market has still been going strong. That's great news in the Metro East area. O'Fallon, Shiloh, Belleville, Glen Carbon. Edwardsville, Fairview Heights, down south in Columbia World, they've, they've been remaining very, very, very strong in the marketplace. So if you're looking to buy or sell, and maybe sell might be more opportune word, it's been a few years since we've had this kind of success for this period of time. But as I've said before, always go in three-month barriers. In three months, something is going to change. So the market can't go up, but we have seen it go down. There can be lags in the market. No one knows exactly why, but it does sometimes happen. And so be aware of that. Two months, it's 50-50 if things are going to change. And one month, it's very unlikely to change. But again, if you're thinking about selling, this could be your prime time. We've talked to some sellers just recently that have been waiting for a very long time and just trying to time this out. And they put their house in the market in three days. They got it sold for full price. Um, there are all kinds of stories of people in one day and sometimes hours getting getting offers in and selling their house. So again, and all throughout the Metro East, we're having some fantastic success. So with that said, what are we going to talk about today? Well, if you live in the Metro East, and really if you live in about a 100-mile radius, probably further, you know what's kind of Forest Base is probably one of the main hubs, not only to the Metro East, but to the St. Louis area included and the military buyer is what we're going to specifically talk about and how do we get and this is step 10 how do we get that military buyer to come knocking in the first segment here we're going to talk more about who what houses are if you live in the metro east should you be or who shouldn't be concerned about if a military buyer is going to be uh, coming to your door the next segment we're going to talk about what the military buyers are looking for also, we're going to talk in the, in, the, in the third segment, we're talking about the pricing. And fourth segment, we're going to be talking about basically how easy is it for you in negotiations and putting deals together. With that said, let's start off with the first one. And I think that becomes the Metro East. It used to be back in the day before the improvements that we've had in the Metro East as far as roads and that, that seven mile radius was a pretty simple barometer. But now with the roads, with Frank Scott Parkway, with 159 being four lanes, with, with other improvements we've had, if you live in Edwardsville, if you live in Columbia and other locations, 
be prepared to have a potential buyer, military buyer. They're not as prevalent, but it can still happen. There's a couple of reasons. We've been blessed to work with military buyers for the past 16 years. They're some of the greatest people in the world. They truly are. The sacrifices not only that they make, traditionally that the, the man is usually in the military, doesn't always work that way, but the spouses, their commitment is, is simply unbelievable of what they, what, what, what they have to do and, and put things together. With that said, is that the reason why not only the roads, but the other reason is, is we're blessed to have Sky Force bases so close to the Metro East area and St. Louis. Many of the military bases throughout the country, you're 45 minutes away from their living quarters. I mean, their house that they're living in, and they're not necessarily next to a large city like St. Louis. So Edwardsville and all these other areas further out, they can be simply you know 45 minutes is an easy drive to base and so that can definitely come into play the other part about it is is that even though the military is a very close group and we've had great experiences with them but they want to be with um maybe others me maybe away away from all their co-workers or maybe their commanding officer is another reason why they maybe don't want to live in a particular area so that's another reason why sometimes that they will move out of the area and that brings Edwardsville. We've had military buyers move to Edwardsville and to Columbia and to Waterloo and to Glen Carbon uh, and rare occasions further out. And he actually, believe it or not, some people have moved to St. Louis. So like I said, it, it just depends. If you're in this market, if you're putting your house in the market, be prepared for a military buyer. And they're some of the best, they're some of the best buyers in the world, not only because of what they do and the sacrifices they make, but I'd say probably the top three reasons. Uh, they're the most motivated buyers in the world. I mean, they have a very sharp period of time to make a major decision. They usually have experience, meaning they've done this before. They've bought in one house and they've bought in other houses. It's not uncommon for that. And also that they quick decision makers quick quick decision makers and they pay top dollar in most cases uh, to get things moving forward so understanding that if you're in the metro east be 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 aware that the military buyer could come knocking to your door and we're going to talk about more about how we can get them to come knocking to your door in the next segment of what is the military buyer actually looking for to get more information go to readysetsold.org not.com or he said sold.org not.com get the book it's absolutely free just sign up for it we'll be back in a few Welcome back. This is Brian Vogt with Ready, Set, Soul. I'm your host. I left you at the last segment talking about what is the military looking for? Well, the military, it's, it's best to understand a little bit about what the military is actually having to do. Now, it's hard maybe for us to imagine. Maybe if you've been in the military, you understand it already, and that's fantastic. We have a lot of military that stay locally, that retire here in the Metro East and in, in the surrounding areas. It's a great place to live, and, and that's fantastic. But imagine if you're not military and you're told that you have to move to Seattle, Washington, 
and I use Seattle, Washington because I've never been there. Okay, so you pick a town that or a city that you've never been to, and say not only do you have to move, but you have to move and make a decision in three days, and your spouse may or may not be able to go with you. 50-50. may not work out that way, and now you've got to make your decisions, and those decisions you have to find out. Make sure the schools are good. Make sure the location is good. Making sure that the resale value. Making sure that the updates. That you're not going to have to be able to spend too much money on it. Because you're going to be moving in anywhere from two to three to four to five years. And just so you know, you don't have any choice in this. This is not taking a new job. You know, that, hey, you know, my, 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 my employment is changing. I'll just get a different job here locally. No, that's the deal. So when you understand a little bit about what the military is going for, it maybe will make more sense when we talk about why these things become so, so important. There are really three things that we're going to focus on. There are others, but the three things we're going to focus on is what the military is looking for is updated homes. Now, I've often said, if you prepare for the military, you will have fantastic success, whether it's a military person or a local person. So they go hand in hand. But in the military, what are they looking for? They are looking for the updates. They can't afford to change the flooring out. They can't change, they don't have the time necessary to repaint the house. They don't have, they don't have the ability to redo a kitchen or bathroom because again, they could be living in, moving in two to three years, they don't know. So these things have to be done and they know that if they put that money in, chances are they're not gonna get that money out in that short period of time. So updating becomes almost like steroids, meaning is you have to have these things done. And updates means neutral colors. The military, more than any other buyers we've ever worked for, really focus on neutral colors. So much so that we had a situation not that long ago. Military buyers had a house in Shiloh. I think it was something like $260,000. Beautiful home. Had a finished basement great spacing every room in the house was painted a different color nice color but every house was uh, every room in the house was painted a different color and the downstairs they happened to be tennessee uh, volunteer uh, fanatics when it came to football college football and the whole downstairs was painted bright orange in honor of their team what happened the buyers loved the home. They loved the spacing, loved everything. But they realized that they were going to have to do the painting. And just so you know, many times the military husband will say in this situation, could be the wife if she's in the military too, might get stationed elsewhere. And so it's going to be left up to this one person to have to make those decisions and do the painting and do the neutral colors and neutralize it. So instead of buying that home, they went to another home that was a little bit higher, like $265,000, not much higher. But guess what? Neutral colors throughout the entire house and no finished basement. Let me repeat that. No finished basement. Now, I'm not saying this happens every time, but guess which house they bought? The ones that they had to do little or no work to. The neutral colors. They could move in, get ready to go, and guess what? In three years, they knew that they could move out again, put their house on the market, and make it happen. So that's why when we talk about painting and things like that, when you're dealing with the military, why neutral colors are usually going to win the day more times than not. The other part is, is again, the updates. The cost of having doing redoing a kitchen can be expensive. They know, for the most part, they're not going to get that money's back. And so an updated kitchen 
is so, so important, along with that with the bathrooms. We've had people, we've had military buyers again that have looked at homes. They love the layout. They loved a lot of things of it. They even liked the price pretty well, but they didn't have the updates. And they knew they were going to have to put that money in, monies that they don't, didn't know if they were going to get them back or not. And so they passed on that. Whereas another home that, quite frankly, maybe was a little bit more expensive. And this, in this one particular case, was it was more expensive. They went for that because it was less work they have to do. Again, they've got to reorganize their life in a very short period of time. And the last thing they want to necessarily want to be doing is working on that house. That's the last thing that most, most military buyers want to do. There's always going to be exceptions with anything, but that's what we find out more and more times. And then the third thing is resale value. Resale value is so, so important. So here's the good news. If you have military people already in your area, that's a great sign. That's a great sign. Some do like to go away from the crown, but many and most like to stay close to the base and close to the military community. So if you have military in there, that's a fantastic sign. That's what you want. Uh, military are fantastic to work with, as I mentioned to. But what we see is, is, is once they get into an area, uh, that tells them automatically, and they see military in there, guess what? That's the place they want to live because they see other military buyers. So that's a good thing. Sometimes people, just so you know, sometimes sellers will kind of freak out because there are you know, for, for sale signs on. There's nothing wrong with having for sale signs on, and there might be quite a few of them. As long as those things are going down and buyers are going in, that's the only thing you need to be concerned with that. Excuse me, so in O'Fallon, Fairview, uh, Shiloh, Swansea, Belleville, Mascuda, all those areas are hot topics and hot places for them to go, and that's a great thing for you. As I said, the resale value is important. Not having to put money into it. Age of the home, and this just so you know, they prefer, from our experience, 10 years are newer. Five years is even better, and that's because of the high-maintenance potential on a new roof, a new air conditioning, a new heating system. Again, for a military buyer, if you have an older home and maybe the air conditioning unit is a little bit older, for that, and for any buyer for that matter, you can offer extension on the home wa- home warranty program, so you can put two or three years onto it. So it's going to at least protect them if it's looking to go out. That's a big thing for the military. A roof. Uh, bottom line is, is if your roof is in question for anybody but the military, that's a non-starter. It just isn't going to work. Again, these are high high things that there is no return on value on. Uh, roofs, appliances. Heating and cooling systems. These are maintenance items. The best way to describe it is maybe on a car. Uh, it's like getting new brakes. Uh, there's not really a cost factor there as far as value goes. So getting new tires. The reason why you're getting those things is because they're worn out and they need to function. Windshield wipers, oil changes, things like that. doesn't add value to your car. It's the same thing with your house, but they're important, essential to need. And so if you don't have those things lined up for the military buyer, that's almost a non-starter. With that, what we're going to talk about the next segment is we're going to be talking about pricing and how how fast things can move when we're talking about the pricing aspect of of selling your house to a military person. And also what pricing you should be looking at and what you, maybe you shouldn't be doing if you're doing with the military. You want to attract the military. Hey, go get the book, readysetsold.org, not .com. Free, easy to read, 
great information. We'll be back in a few. This is Brian Vogt, host of Race That Soul. Welcome back, everyone. This is Brian Vogt. You're listening to Ready, Set, Sold. Thanks so much for joining us. In this segment right here, I left, well, where I left off from the last segment was is pricing. One of the things I may have mentioned earlier is, is that military buyers are very much willing to pay top dollar. Now, don't confuse top dollar with overpaying. That is extremely, extremely rare. And so if you're a seller and you are, it doesn't happen too often, but if you are a seller and you're trying to guesstimate or throwing a price out there just to see if it'll stick, you might as well kiss those military buyers goodbye. And just so you know, the military buyers in this area from studies that we have seen make up about 25% of the entire market in some form or another. There's some, some of those can be people that work for the government that are moving into the area. That's also part of that too, but they have a very, very big impact on the Metro East. So one of the things that you don't wanna do is get into a situation where you are overpricing your home. They may look at it, they may not. When it comes to pricing and why this becomes so critical, it's so different than most buyers. Average buyer looks at 10 homes to make a decision. That's the national average, and we see that to be even sometimes less than that, depending on what market conditions are locally here in the Metro East. However, however, again, three days to look for a house. Three days to look for a house. Guess what? Military buyers can look at 10, that'd probably be a minimum, 20, 30, 40 homes. I mean, they start at 9 a.m. and sometimes they will end all the way at 6 p.m. at night, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. night if they don't find what they're looking for. And they're going to do that maybe on a Friday and they're going to do that on a Saturday and maybe on a Sunday. But their whole goal is, is by the end of that time that they're going to have a house before they leave. So remember, when you have a military buyer coming in, having everything in the best order possible, you definitely want that, making sure you have the staging, have the lights on, have this done. We've seen so many times military buyers will walk in and just by not having the lights on, you, you talk about not getting a second chance, they're off to the next one. They don't see everything, things don't look exactly the way they want. Doesn't happen with every military buyer, but I can tell you what, it happens the most and they're gonna move right on. So getting that house staged right, getting it ready to go is very important for the military. Get them out there the first time because again, they literally, literally, and we've seen this happen so many times, they may literally be looking at 10 more houses that day and it's two o'clock in the afternoon when they come to your house. So it's very important that you have your house ready to go when any showing happens, but the military more importantly. So by doing that, maybe in the morning, getting everything prepped, again, hopefully you and your agent have talked about it, that you should be planning for showing, hopefully maybe at least one day, and maybe not, depends on what's going on, maybe it doesn't have to be as many as that, but always be prepared for that showing so you don't have to worry about trying to either cancel it or maybe the house isn't looking as good as it could. So that's important. The other aspect of it is when we talk about pricing is that we can also talk about what is resale value? And this is where that comes into play and understand that military is looking at that. 
So again, maybe maybe you're not intentionally putting the price up and just seeing if it sticks. Maybe though you're being a little bit more aggressive than you need to. Maybe you're taking it above the boundary lines and we've seen that happen before. And again, you can get knocked out because they're looking at so many houses. But remember, the military buyers are some of the best buyers. In fact, they're the best buyers in the, in the local market as far as my personal opinion goes. They've done this before. They've seen house before. They've most of the time done their research. Again, they've had three months maybe to get here and they've been combing the area. And they know a lot about the area, but now they need to see the houses. And if they see something that doesn't seem to stand out, that is overpriced again, or not in maybe what is going on in the local market, they may look at your house and that's fine, but they probably aren't gonna buy it. Again, they're willing to pay top dollar they'll gladly pay top dollar. That's not the issue. But if you have pricing that isn't conducive to your local market, we talked about that before, in the past three months, what's going in your immediate area, whether it be your your street or whether it be your uh, subdivision, whatever that is, you wanna make sure that you're really in that and that's how you're gonna get those military buyers to come knocking and to come look at your house and putting an offer on it and getting a sale. We're gonna talk about in the next segment, how negotiations need to be so critical and how fast they move. And you don't want to miss that because we're going to go in deep and give you some stories about how maybe you should do it and maybe how you shouldn't do it if you're trying to sell to the military buyer. And really for any buyers, again, I've said this before, if you're talking, if you gear up for a military buyer, you're going to have fantastic success in the local market too. Again, that could be 75% of the other market that's out there. So that's a great thing. Hey, there's this and there's so much more in the book. It's free, absolutely no cost to you. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, and get the book. Talk to you in a few. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Ready, Set, Sold with Brian Vogt. And hey, don't forget us to like us on Facebook. Go to Ready, Set, Sold with Brian Vogt and like us. We have some great information on there, too. Also, we have podcasts now. By all means, if you've missed a show, if you want to go back to a show, go to iTunes or go to Google Play, and they're all lined up, and you can listen to whichever segment that you want. Just so you know, it's available to you, and we're really excited about that. My whole goal is to get this information out to as many people as possible, people looking to sell, so that you don't have to go through some of the trials and tribulations that, that sellers do run into, that you have the information that can make an impact on selling your biggest investment for most people uh, of their lives. And it can be an easy, simple process with some work required. I'm not going to deny that, but uh, getting some work up front uh, will pay dividends, big dividends, uh, when you put your house on the market and get it sold for top dollar. With that, I talked about dealing with the military and again, speed, speed, speed. So they find the house that they want. They'll put an offer on it. Usually it's top dollar. Very seldom, very seldom is it not. It it really isn't. Again, they're motivated. They want to get it. They want to pay a fair price for your house, but they're not going to overpay. It's the speed of which you need to respond back. And again, if you have a military barrier, even if they've given you 24 hours, I don't care how much time they've given you, I would strongly suggest, if you're a seller, to respond back as soon as you can. And here's the reason why. We just had this happen not too long ago, and actually there's a couple of stories on this, on this that happened. 
understand that when they're looking at all these houses, they have their number one, but they normally have their number two, and it's not out of the question they have their number three. So they do put an offer in. They do want a response back, and they may give you 24 hours, but there's a second and the third one usually sitting out there, and this situation is, is, again, the seller chose not to act. It was on a Saturday. They were leaving Sunday. Yes, they gave 24 hours, and I understand that, but they were getting nervous. They were getting edgy, and they wound up deciding to rescind the offer. Now, this doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. And rescinding offer, as long as no action was taken and the sellers never agreed to terms, you can rescind an offer. The buyer or the seller can. Doesn't happen that happen very often, but you can do that if no action was taken. And they rescinded the offer and they went after number two. And number two, this situation, now they did limit the period of time to think something like four hours. Number two said, fantastic, got a deal, life is good. Doesn't happen every day. But it can happen. And so when you're dealing with the military, even if they're giving you 24 hours, it's usually best to act sooner because they have a timeline and they do have those second and third houses. And it does happen that they will move on. And that's how it works. Again, it's important that you as a seller know that you and your agent is, is letting you know that's a situation that we see so many times. And it doesn't happen every day, but it does happen. The other part about that is, are you flexible on your closing date? Understanding they're coming in, and yes, traditionally 30 days is a normal closing date, but many times they're coming in, but they're not going to have to report to Scatter Force Base for maybe 60 or 90 days. Do you have some flexibility of maybe pushing it back out to two months? Maybe even two and a half months. We had a situation where the military person, again, gave top dollar, they naturally the military have one of the best financing options there there is it's a va loan uh it used to be years ago the va loans were more difficult now they're probably one of the easiest loans to work with if you're a seller it's so simple but so you have that military person can you work with them can you do two and a half months we just had like i said a situation where the seller decided to say yeah we like to be out in 30 days but we'll work with you two and a half months got a deal closed Life was good. Same scenario though, we've had sellers say, nope, not gonna budge, 30 days, they gotta be out, whatever. Bottom line is, is when it came down to it, remember, they usually have more than one choice. They said, thank you, but no thank you, and they went to the second choice, and they got their closing date. Again, it's an easy easy thing to know. Now maybe you don't have flexibility, if you don't, you don't, and that's okay, but just remember, most of the times you usually have some play and remember you're dealing with a military buyer that has a fantastic loan they have a fantastic rate of closing they are motivated buyers motivated buyers that need to buy and want to buy and they want to buy your home so even though you might not want that closing date in most cases it's best to try and match that closing date to what they have and the other part about that when it comes down to timing wise it's availability. I'll give you a quick example, it's a quick story. Some buyers, they were in the $450,000 range, military buyers, and yes, 
there are military fighters that buy in that price range in the Metro East. And what had happened was is they saw some houses, but they happened to drive by a house that they didn't really catch before. They saw it on the Internet, but it attracted their attention. It wasn't on a list of houses to see. The agent called the seller or the selling agent at that time and said, hey, can we get in? We're literally sitting in the front door. Our car's parked in, in front of the house. The military, excuse me, the seller said, absolutely. She was there. She had her kids there. Five minutes, she was out the door. The military buyers walked in, loved the home, went and looked at a few more houses, act for a second showing. By that evening, they put an offer, an accepted offer, and those sellers had sold their home. I bring this up. It can be in any price point, but when you're dealing with the military, again, time is not on your side uh, as far as 24 hours or even two hours or even three hours. So you may have to be flexible on letting people in, especially if you know that they're the military. So be aware of that. Be conscious of that. We've seen the other situation where the, the military person has said, they wanted to look at a house that wasn't on their list. They, they understand that it was short notice, but they really had some interest in the home. And the seller said, no, no, I've got to have this. I have to have this. I have to have that. And it wasn't like they came back the next day. They already had their next day already filled up with what houses they wanted to see. And they moved on. You don't want to be in that situation. Let them look at it. Look, it doesn't have to be perfect. Look, we have our bad days. That's okay. Military buyer, for that matter, any buyer, you want them to get them in there. But either way, you want to make sure that you have that showing, especially with the military person. With that said, hey, this and much, much more is in the book. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com. Get the book. It's absolutely free. The next segment, we're going to do not only a recap of what we talked about putting it all together, but guess what? We're going to do the tip of the week. Stay tuned. Talk to you soon. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for rejoining us. I am Brian Boat, the host of Ready, Set, Sold. And what we're going to do in this segment here, we're going to recap. And we're also going to give the tip of the week. And I think uh, you're going to be really surprised on this one. It's going to be able to possibly save you thousands and sometimes 10,000 hours. We've seen that happen of just doing a very simple thing and being aware of it. So let's recap what we talked about. And one of the things we understand, if you're in the Metro East, you could be a player for a military buyer. Just because you live in Edwardsville or you live further out, even further north sometimes, and even further south down the Columbia and Waterloo, you can be a player. Of course, Sofal and Mascuda is always going to be in the play in Belleville and Swansea and Shiloh and the surrounding areas around there, the seven-mile radius. Second thing is, is, is pricing your home correctly. If you're going to overprice your home, it's not going to go well for you. Chances are they may look at it. Probably they won't, but they may look at it, but it's not going to go much further than that. Also remembering the volume of houses they are looking at. They are also probably having one, two, and three. They're rating them. So if the first house doesn't go, they're going to go to the second house. The second house doesn't go, they're going to go to the third house. They're going to get a house. And they are motivated buyers and they're some of the best people plus the best buyers you're ever going to have to buy your home. They truly are. We've been blessed to work with countless buyers, military buyers, and they're fantastic people. With that said is, is now let's go into uh, the tip of the week. And the tip of the week is something that is so, so simple to fix. And by fixing it or by making sure it doesn't happen, it can 
save you so much money. Here's the issue. Seller is moving out of their house and they're getting things ready, but their house is still in the market. It sometimes happens, not unusual, that they get out the packing boxes, the cardboard boxes, and maybe it's the additional dishes and maybe it's additional clothes. It's the summertime, so the winter clothes are going in there and vice versa if it's the wintertime. Whatever those things are, and they're marking those boxes. And sometimes sellers will put them in the bedrooms and they'll stack them really nice and they'll put them in different hallways and that and out of the way but so buyers can walk through. Do not do that. Do not do that at all. I will tell you right now, that is one of the biggest things. Last week, we talked about the aspect of people knowing that you have to have to sell. Buyers, perception is reality. And when they see moving boxes, they presume that you have to move. Now, of course, you're moving, but they feel you have to. And in that situation, we just had a situation not too long ago. House was $190,000 in Shiloh. And the buyers walked out, and the first thing they said is, they have to move, we love the house, we're taking $5,000 off, that's our starting point. Not 190, they're starting at 185, and we'll negotiate from there. It can be 5,000, it can be $10,000. It can be a lot of money left on the table by having those moving boxes out. Just so you know, what's a quick fix? Take them to your neighbors, try to get them out of the house, don't try to put them in the basement, don't try to put them in the garage. Get them to a neighbor's house. If push comes to shove, get it to a storage unit. They're like usually less than $100, and they're well worth the time of storing more and more things in there to give yourself more room. So don't forget that. Hey, next week we're going to step a step, uh, skip a step and go to 12, and that is are you marketing to the many or the few? Thanks so much for joining us. Have a fantastic Saturday and a fantastic week. Bye-bye.